0: For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode 135. Woo! Wow. And I'm keeping it secret tonight. Nobody can Ooh. even see what we uh, what we watched tonight, so this will actually be a real surprise for them. I'm excited.
1: Let me just say, uh, we are burning through all of the remaining good movies on our list. <laughs> that is that
2: is maybe not true because
3: it's a bunch not, from
1: the 40s and 50s.
3: We're not talking about this movie, right? This is this was not one of the good ones. What?
1: Well,
2: Ooh,
0: here we go. Controversial we
1: opinion go. alert from Zach. Well.
0: Dude, we gotta have him. We gotta have that type of action. This is about about to get roasted.
1: (laughs) Okay, Here it comes. Oh, there he is. Look at him.
0: He's looking good. He's looking fresh. Oh, he's got it. He's got the thing. I got it. Dude, I got it, guys.
1: I told my buddy Tyler... (laughs) There it is. There it is. There it
0: is. And Zach has a soundboard again.
1: Correct.
3: Ready spaghetti. took that
0: whole, took that whole <laughs> stimulus check and just pumped it right into a soundboard. Just
1: much to the, the much to the chagrin of everyone except Zach. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I already see we we do have some guesses in the chat. No, that is not what we watched tonight. Uh Torpedo U two thirty five. That is still on the list, but that is not what we watched. and i'm just just kidding
1: i I, I love your sound effects
0: and then all of a sudden this the stream the viewers start dropping that's what it is i'm out of here that's what we came (laughs) for so that's not what we have tonight sorry guys um dude totally this is totally not even related to sub movies totally i mean we talk about bowling on the podcast quite a bit and um i did something i haven't done in years last night jamie was a witness did you bowl over 100 of course i bowled over 100 (laughs) all right um I threw 3 gutters in oh. a row. Ooh. Were you drunk? No. I mean not that drunk. No. <laughs> like I was I was drinking, but like it was bad. It was rough. And I was on the I was on the cusp. I had a game like right before that where for 6 frames I threw 5 strikes and then a 9 spare and then I just I tanked and I ended with like a 182. I was like Dude, this is this is ah! bad yeah exactly (laughs) oh now that's (laughs) i like that this is why we this is what we got going on this is what we got going on oh oh okay now i know who's in the chat i do love your photos by the way they look awesome i have been following you and the aerial stuff is amazing. So, this
2: is good listeners. podcasting. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic <laughs>
1: podcasting right now. Kyle reading chat, but not reciting the question or comment. Right, yeah.
0: yeah. So that's what that is. Jesus. <laughs> this is going to be maybe the last episode. Well, this, this is like what they do on uh, on Rogan, right? They're like, just roll the clip, and then you can't even hear it or see it. And they're like, oh. <laughs> What was that about? What's the difference between Rogan and us, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> Rogan and us?
1: You actually, know, you actually man. cut out Zach.
0: Oh,
3: okay. yeah. I don't know. I said, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. What I said "What's said. the difference between Rogan and us?"
1: To Everything.
3: you, Kyle? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, like about, mm,
1: yeah, about, <laughs> yeah, what, like three million <laughs> listeners per episode, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Ish. Well, no, you know, well, we have bit.
1: we have three million bots, I think. Oh, we just don't have yeah, that's what we're all about, right?
0: You might have listeners in the U.S., but we are worldwide hitting it up, tearing it up. Anyways, should we do this? we want to dive, dive right in. in. I'm, I'm waiting br- for I'm, you to I'm play a sound clip. We doing it? I'd love Ooh, to, yes. Zach to play a clip? Wait a second.
3: Before we get crazy, Yeah. Then yeah. we have something... An, an an acknowledgement, a celebration of someone's life. We need
1: to share today. We do, and it's not tongue in cheek in any way. I was actually—I don't know—I was—I was bizarrely stunned by this. I mean, people pass every day, but especially you know Hollywood actors. I mean, there's just so many of them. But really sad to hear the passing of Jessica Walter today from uh, Arrested Development fame. For me and Archer, I remember watching those. I'm, but I mean, she's been around forever, probably. Uh, means something to to someone else out there from her acting days in the '70s, '80s, all that as well. But Arrested Development was a a, a phenomenal show, one of my favorites. And uh, uh, paying homage, we got a we got one of our favorite quotes. Take her away, Zach.
3: Here we go. One of hundreds because she was so good, so great.
1: I mean, it's one banana, Michael. What could it cost? Ten dollars.
3: You've never actually set foot in a supermarket, have you?
1: I
2: don't
3: actually know for this. Fantastic. uh, We can't, uh, we won't stay on this too long, but my God, she made every scene she was in on that show. Like her, from her facial expressions to the the way she read the dialogue was just so damn funny.
0: She's perfect. Yeah. And then, I mean, when she was Archer's mom and Archer also, I mean, just absolutely nailed that role in the voiceover work. She was. She's incredible. And I or saw she-
2: something on, on Twitter that I didn't realize. And it may, you know, it's Twitter, so maybe it's false and I just fell for the trap. Uh, no. The false information. But it, uh, apparently she was the mom on Dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Oh, my God. Seriously? That's, really? That's what they said online. They were like, yeah. And oh. she's on a bunch of stuff. Just Shoot Me and a bunch of other ones as well. Just Shoot Me? I, oh, I got to
3: yeah.
0: look this stuff up later. I love dinosaurs growing up. Dude, <laughs> I'll tell you what dinosaurs came out maybe it was like netflix or something a few years ago or whatever yeah and i was talking i was talking to my wife i'm like oh i used to really like this when i was growing up like let's watch it and so we watched the first episode dude it's crazy. and like <laughs> it is insane because like i can't even remember his name the dad he comes back from work and the wife's talking to him and she's like Oh, hey, honey, let me tell you about your day. And then he literally says, this is a kid's show. He literally says, he's like, I don't give a damn about your day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Dude,
2: dinosaurs
0: what? is one of a kind. We could literally set sail
3: into a dinosaurs podcast. Season
2: 1,000. Yeah. Season 1,000. Uh, it's going to be okay. right down, Mark line. it down, Brahm.
3: Season 1,000. <laughs> oh, dinosaurs was like... Risque, I cannot believe for the life of me there's a group of people sitting in a room that were like yeah fund it fuck it like i just <laughs> and the way the series ended right we know how it ended right the fucking asteroid like they were all dead so
0: intense shit when you're eight it is it's hardcore <laughs> anyways um no let's keep talking about it i'm just joking <laughs> you're <keep> talking dinosaurs <laughs> dive 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 what began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the 8th wonder of the modern world mac east studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains the artist formerly known as brahm jamie the ointment kyle L. capitan and the gruesome twosome present submersion so what uh you just missed during the intro is me getting cussed out by zach i still if you're watching, I have to put his face on our uh, graphic there, and I haven't done it. Um, just put me fi- like,
3: a like Good just remember, just time. A, sh- a string. A string with my face and a shark string- biting my head in half. That's
0: okay. Hmm. Or a torpedo. Well, as you- okay. We'll see what I can do. Uh, as you know and Brom knows, I am extremely talented with graphical things. Um, I do it all on my own. I'm totally just kidding. Brom is the mastermind. So,
1: Thank you.
2: You have, uh, a, you have some anyways. amazing memes, though, Kyle. Your memes? Your memes. No. They're the
1: worst. Me-
0: yes. No. The meme game. Thank you.
2: Half of the line.
0: Yes. It is.
1: Yes. Kyle, I was, that's I almost two against I almost teed off one. on one of your uh, Twitter against one, posts today. You what? I almost teed off on one of your Twitter posts today. It was just, like, so lame. It's like you already, <laughs> you're already you already, like, <laughs> neck deep in the dad jokes and just. Uh, perfect. Oh, yeah.
0: Are you talking about the loudest sounds on earth? Yeah. If you were in my do you house, you'd recite it. Go, go ahead and recite What's it. What's a joke, for, Kyle? For... Okay. All right. Here. Here. I tweeted this this morning. Loudest sounds on Earth. Number one, Krakatoa volcanic eruption. Number two, hydrogen bomb explosion. Number three, Godzilla leveling, leveling Tokyo. Number four, my wife getting ready for work in the morning. Wow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> buddy. There you go. <laughs> you
0: See, know what? I actually retract my previous
2: statement. You have, a, segment? <laughs> do you have no, a laugh track. <laughs>
0: Wow, That's it? That's all we got? That's all we got this week. That's all we got this week. Oh, man. (laughs) Whatever. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, my tweets and memes are just unreal out of this world. So, episode 135, what did we get to watch? The guy who's hating on me, what did we get to watch?
3: You know what? I'll answer that question with a sound clip that was... (laughs) That was played way too many times in this ass movie. This sound clip was played way too many times.
0: Okay. That. Yep. That, that right that, there made me want made to me punch mad. myself
3: in the face.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible.
3: I'm I didn't glad. notice it.
0: Oh, you are you serious?
3: <laughs> I oh. oh my God.
1: I've, I've yeah. watched this movie twice now too.
0: <laughs> that is like. That stuck out so many times to me. I was just like, "Yeah, what's going on?
3: Anyways, so I went downtown. I needed a bus. I needed to take a bus somewhere. A bus. A Greyhound bus. Just joking. We watched Greyhound, the movie.
0: (laughs) That was good. That was a really great intro. Uh,
3: Yeah, Tom. I cut cut Ben off, though. I'm sorry, Ben. You go ahead.
1: Uh, Yeah, we watched Greyhound. He was asking me to answer, <laughs> but uh, that's okay. I'm not I'm... Oh,
3: I thought you said the guy that cussed him out. I'm sorry. I, I think was, we've all been hating ha- on me.
1: Yeah, we've all been hating on Kyle, though, so I guess it was a little ambiguous. Fine. So I'm sorry. No worries. I, f- I forgive you.
0: But I'm glad you had that sound clip. Dude, It's because it's just
3: it's so <sighs> much. I'll get to my review. Whatever. Keep going.
1: I know. Uh, that's what I'll talk about. 2020 film. I watched it when it came out on Apple, uh, whatever they call it, Apple TV. Apple Plus. Yeah. Apple Plus. Is that right? Apple, Apple T V plus. plus. I yeah. think
0: it's Apple Apple TV's the thing, right? <sighs> but you like the thing, the thing that you plug into your TV. I don't know, man. I'm it's not rich.
1: Yeah. You know? Regardless. Uh came out last year. Uh it starred Tom Hanks, America's sweetheart. hmm Not tongue in cheek, legendary actor. Uh Elizabeth Shue, small very small role, but she's second build here. Yeah, interesting.
2: Uh, interesting how small that role was and why Elizabeth Shue would be uh, in that role. It makes me wonder if the film was longer, but then they cut it down to the much, 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 much shorter running time of what we got here.
1: Um, And then really of of else of note, got to go down the list here a little bit, but uh, it's actually this actor's fifth portrayal in a submarine movie or TV show. Spoiler alert. Sounds like. Sounds like Jamie knows the answer. It's Thomas Creshman. Thomas Kreshman
2: as Captain Greywood.
1: yeah, he does a little howl. That was a pretty good impression by Jamie there. But uh, Thomas Kreshman has been in Das Boot, the TV series, The Sinking of the Laconia, In Enemy Hands, and U Five Seven One, where he mm-hmm. played the the Nazi captain. Yeah. The
2: only other person of kind of note, because his face is somewhat familiar, he's like a character actor of sorts, is Stephen Graham. Yeah. And the only thing I saw when I was kind of looking him up was the fact that he was rumored to be uh, in the role of Ringo in the Robert Zemeckis Yellow Submarine uh, movie. Huh. But that that never got made. It was supposed to be made in preparation for the London Olympics, if you remember our uh, Yellow Submarine episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it fell
1: through, and he was uh, rumored for that role. Huh, that's an interesting little fun fact. Uh, That's kind of a main character, too. Back on the topic, yeah, he was. Uh, I liked him in this. I thought he had, he, he did a great job with it. Uh, on the topic though of Thomas Kretschmann with five, is is that close to the record of of portrayals uh, among actors in submarine films and TV? I mean, that's a pretty lofty uh, number. We have
2: some people in the older ones like Bikel. I forget what his name. He's a Russian guy, so he was in a bunch of them. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, Ernest Borgnine, he was in a number yeah. of them. Borgnine, oh,
1: Borgnine, was, yeah, Borgnine was Borgnine,
0: <laughs> baby. It's my new fitness plan.
1: I feel like you've been on it for a while. Oh,
2: oh, and I, I have. have, a I have an, so uh, <laughs> it shows. Oh, I'm embodying it. Q. Llewellyn. Um, David Llewellyn.
1: Yeah, Desmond. Desmond. Right?
2: Desmond, Desmond, Desmond Llewellyn. Llewellyn. Desmond yeah, Llewellyn. Desmond, yeah, he yeah. was. He was in obviously in a bunch uh, of them because of the James Bond. Yeah. Anywho, anywho. 2020. Uh, yeah, the director wasn't really super of note. He won an Academy Award for a short film and then made a not very well known um, first uh, feature. And this was the second feature. And yeah, this come came in, I, I started up and I was like, buckle up and ready for a two hour and 30 minute epic. And guess what? Not the case. 90 91 minutes, minutes long. <laughs> short. And it's minutes- actually shorter than that, even.
0: I was gonna say that's like ten minutes of credits. Dude. The like, credits are crazy. Really
2: long. started the credits way early, and I was like, "Whoa, wait, what?" I was, and happy. yeah, I know. So it was it was kind of amazing. It really felt like an old '40s, '50s movie, and, and I guess very similar to um, what was the one uh, Battle of the Atlantic, 1940, whatever that one that they called uh, with um, uh, Humphrey Bogart. Very similar plot too. The one that was all about the um, yeah. Merchant Marines. Um, very true. That we watched and very similar. I think it was probably even somewhat the same event, same event being a vague notion because what this, what this is portraying is a uh, battle of the Atlantic where they were bringing all kinds of supplies across the Atlantic Ocean. So these giant convoys, you know, many, many, many boats all kind of defended by um, a set of uh, destroyers that would go with them. And because of, I don't know if you guys know this, but the ocean, pretty big, right? Seriously? Oh, it? yeah. It's not small. Mm. And so it used to be the case well. back when the ocean was huge. Now the ocean's much smaller. But back then, airplanes couldn't go between the two sides uh, as easily. Uh, and there was this thing they called the Black Pit, which where they didn't have air cover uh, while they were um, out there. And so uh, they were literally just at the uh, defense of the destroyers. And so that's kind of the setup for what this movie is. Anything else to add before I launch into the rest of it? Or have you already started the timer? I, I did when you started talking about the Black Pit. I <laughs> it, counts. That was, it I counts. thought you were going. Yeah. You're already Okay. Uh-oh. It counts. I mean, it's Anyways. an hour 20. It's short. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Tom Hanks, he's sitting on a bus at a bus station. He has a little powwow with Elizabeth Shue. You're like, hmm, are these guys – are these? Uh, are they like husband wife or what's going on? But no, they're just lovers. Uh, and they love each other and they want to get married, but <laughs> – The world, a crazy place of this war. And so they're not ready to get married. And so Tom Hanks knows what he has to do. He needs to end this war and stat. And so he's like, he's got his first command. It's a destroyer. First time going over the Atlantic Ocean. It's kind of crazy because he's like an old man. Uh, And in World War II, I felt like, you know, a lot of young people were involved. and Not so many uh, Tom Hanks, 70 year olds, but fine. And he's kind of older, but he's getting his first command. And they go out, and yeah, so they're basically going, everything's fine as they have air cover, and then you see the airplane fly away, give some flashes real quick, a little message to say good luck um, as they kind of head off into the Black Pit. And I so, did like
0: that, the um, the Morse code through the light flashing, and then, you know, we got
2: to see what they were saying. I thought that was pretty, pretty well done. Yeah, and so... While they're going out there, the big thing, obviously, that we've got to watch out for, and we all know it because we're experts, is submarines, uh, <gasps> in particular U-boats, and in particular, potentially, a wolf pack. Uh, here, though, oh. and they're, they're keeping their lookout. Obviously, the destroyer is all about it. Greyhound is in, in charge of um, all the defenses and stuff like that. And they intercept some transmissions from the Germans that suggest that uh, something's afoot. And they go out and they see... Um, that there's actually a surface, a submarine on the surface, uh, probably up there getting air or whatever back when they had to do that. Um, and they go out and they, they intercept uh, the submarine. And they are able to get in within firing range. So it seems like at this point he's new. And they have a bunch of everyone's. He's super young on this uh, uh, destroyer. And they're all kind of looking side-eye at Tom Hanks. One, he's new. Two, he's not eating or sleeping. Like he is like a wreck of himself already. Because he's got three days ahead of him trying to get to air cover, and like he's not eating anything, he's not sleeping at all, and so he's already they're kind of like ooh, and even as they're heading towards the submarine because they're able to get it on radar first, and like oh it's over there, and they start going over there, and one of the guys is like hey we should shoot at it now, and he's like it's too far away, wait until we have a visual, we're not going to rely on radar to just try to destroy a submarine with our guns. And they're like, okay. But as they get kind of close enough, the submarine dives, goes off of radar, they have to go to sonar, and everyone's kind of like, oh, yeah, they must have seen us. They saw us before we saw them, so we weren't able to fire on them. And so um, they kind of do a bunch of maneuvers. Eventually, it's kind of a cat and game mouse. uh, Cat, cat? And Mouse Game. I like and that, thing. No, Cat, cat game, game Mouse. Cat Game Mouse. <laughs> uh, and your uh, The U-boat, face. <laughs> the U-boat <laughs> tries to slip under the Greyhound. So, like, the guy who's on the... Um, thinks like, it's coming under us. And they... Uh, um, what do they do? They maneuver the ship around <laughs> and then it? they shoot they depth dude. charges. Right? They depth charge this first one?
0: Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. They... They let
2: loose with the depth charges. Right. Maybe a
0: little premature, as we're going to find out right. here later.
2: But uh... yeah, so they depth charge the shit out of this out of this submarine, and they're like, they're worried. Like, are we seeing it? Do we see it? Do we see it? And eventually, they see the oil slick. It's not a trick. Don't worry, guys. I know if you've Dude. watched all the submarines, you're thinking that's a trick. They're coming back up. They're going to destroy this this uh, well, destroyer.
0: It even like felt like a trick right. because there was a guy that said should we go search the debris to confirm this kill? And he's like, we don't have time. We have to catch back up to the convoy. And I was like, this is the perfect time for the trick. Right,
2: (laughs) But it didn't pan out. I don't know. No, it was real in the end. But yeah, we also see a little bit of Tom Hanks' character at this point. Like, he is very, very religious. And also, like, everyone's cheering. They're like, yeah. You know, dead people, great. And they're loving it. They're like, oh, yeah, we killed a bunch of people. Awesome. What Tom Hanks, he's like... Bunch of souls on the bottom of the ocean. Not so into it. Let's get back to the convoy. So he's much more sober about the whole situation. But first kill, they they're painting the Nazi symbol on the side of the destroyer, and everyone's pretty happy. But uh oh, rear of the convoy, they're starting to get some distress rockets. And let me tell you, this is not the first distress dis- distress rocket we're gonna see in this movie. No. Oh, well this a bunch. I
0: mean like dude, distress as soon as they announce, like they're sending up distress rockets, next shot's like, wow, that ship is completely engulfed in flames. Like, they should have sent that distress rocket out a little bit earlier.
2: Yeah, and then so they go back, and they they're able to, kind of, um, what do they do? They they have they're getting fired on. They're avoiding torpedoes. They're able to rescue some, uh, people from the boat. And then I think the U boat just leaves, right? They don't get any U boat no, at this point. No, dude, this point. is
0: all of a sudden we get some like, wait a minute, where am I at? Yeah, I'm trying to remember here. Yeah, okay, I think this is early. It's all just
2: right, like a, yeah. it's like a first attack. They just go, but they, and they, like they retreat. They
1: st- keep at bay. Yeah, they but see they start them out to get, there. They start to
2: hear. They start to hear with the radio that oh, everyone's getting getting it on their sonar. All these different submarines, and there's. Five or six of them. I
1: think there's oh, man, there's a total anyway. of seven in the movie. Okay, so six of there them might be, are now around. Like, yeah. uh, them oh, and Even at this
0: them. point, even at this point, a U boat launches a torpedo and it kind of like goes in front of the Greyhound, right? And they're like, uh, "We know they're there now." It sounded right. like a, it's it's a tense scene, right? When that oh, stuff it's happens, tense. and oh, there's it's only there's only
3: one kind of music that they would have played during that.
0: That's true. I I literally have in my notes. We have my notes say there's a nice visual of the submarine coming up out of the water, and a whale sound plays during it. That's that's literally what my notes says. <laughs> awesome.
2: So yeah, and then much like uh, what this we this is saw, the I-
1: Greyhound that I think comes up right because that's the first time we see the the wolf on the side of the the uh, the sail.
0: Dude, the Greyhound is the ship. The wolf pack. Like the, gray, sorry, the, the gray, the, the
1: gray wolf. wolf. The gray wolf. Gray wolf. Ooh. Pardon me.
2: <laughs> and so, Ow. so they're waiting for nightfall, which is similar to uh, the Humphrey Bogart uh, movie. And uh, they're gonna, they're basically gonna wreak havoc when visibility is not very good. And unlike in the Humphrey Bogart, where they're like, just turn off the engines, because probably the submarines would be like, okay, <laughs> we're just fucking, we're gonna torpedo you like crazy. Uh, they, they're still going around. All of a sudden the attack is crazy. This is a this night is the worst night of all of them. A bunch of ships are getting torpedoed. A bunch of ships well, are being uh, uh destroyed. A tanker gets hit and it's like going crazy and exploding and stuff like that. And they go over there and they uh try to go after the submarine, but it sends off a decoy and the the sonar guy only kind of later realizes that it's a decoy and it's new this is like new technology at this point and they're like yeah it's like this these little barrel things that they send off with bubbles and it like tricks you so um you know we learn about decoys
1: there they end up and then the up pack firing is off also, all their depth charges except for like six remaining depth right. charges yeah and everyone's, yeah, everyone's and like a full pattern takes
0: full pattern takes like 34 or something and uh, also during this, like you get to see a lot of lot of tense action, like the U-boats are in the middle of the convoy. I mean, they're riding right up along people, just shooting at them and stuff, and it's so dark and there's so much going on. At one point, the Greyhound hmm. is about to just get T-boned by a merchant ship, but they got to just turn it, and then just like NASCAR, Rubbin's racing, dude, they start trading paint on the side of that boat. That's true pretty and but tom hanks is like he didn't even like he didn't even flinch he didn't even I mean, care standing outside on the boat looking at it and while it's just rubbing up and he's like
2: yeah at least we didn't die i guess right we yeah. like were the young away. Away. people up yeah Like young guys pissed their pants and he's like oh whatever yeah it's fine it's not like we died Um, also something something right before this scene in the nighttime and like the
0: night attack night attack scene is it's really cool um but do you remember like the sonar
2: and all that started going down yeah so it's really really cold and so like things are all screwed up on the boats like there's ice all over the windows they're having trouble keeping things running and the uh radar and the sonar are all uh sorry the radar is all screwed up and it's foggy and they don't know what it is i think it had something to do with the weather or the the cold yeah uh, i was having and they trouble said
0: we could try to fix it but we'd have to reset it and that would take hours and we're like okay we're not going to do that and then they flash forward hours later when they maybe i don't know we did and the attack is going on so it was uh maybe it would have been a time to fix it but who knows they also don't know what the u-boats know about them right they don't know what they can intercept and what they can hear
2: and so, and then, well, yeah, so one, some people have gotten hurt with some of the gunfire, but they're able to survive the night. And they start to discuss the idea. Oh, oh and, and yeah, the other thing they do is that the tanker explodes and they have a decision to make. Do they rescue the people in the water of the tanker or do they go and to the back of the convoy where like an attack is potentially going to happen? They decide to rescue the survivors, which was funny because like watching so many submarine movies, they pose the question to the captain, Tom Hanks, and they're basically like, do we stay for these survivors or do you go to the back? And I'm sitting there being like, submarine movies, obviously you go to the back of the convoy. Come on. And Tom Hanks is like, we're picking up the survivors. And I was like, what?
3: I, I got to <laughs> jump in here. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Classic. God. What, what would you guys have done? I want to seriously know this. What would you do if you were captain of the Greyhound and you did it and you were faced with this obstacle, this challenge, with this, with this, with, 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 with this uncertainty?
2: I would have gone to the rear to protect the convoy.
0: Okay. It's hard to say. Like, it depends on what condition, I guess the survivors are in. Like, are there lifeboats? Are they just floating there?
1: Looked like they were just um, floating, and like yeah. the
0: the. And you're gonna die in that water. I mean, that's a hundred percent. You're not yeah, gonna live. The in conundrum
1: that. Yeah. is they will they will drown if you return to the back of the convoy to protect the other ship.
2: Yeah. I do think one thing that I wasn't necessarily accounting for, and I think what, why he ends up kind of regretting the decision, is that the number of people who probably die as a result of him not going to the back of the convoy is far greater than the number they were actually able to save, which is only That's four. Right. So they, really, right. can't, they really, really weren't able. It seemed like there was more survivors in the water than there actually were. And when, he, when they said, like, oh, we got four, he was like, wait, there was only four? And like, yeah, that's all we can get. So that was also something that probably would have affected the decision. if They're like, there's four people in the water, but we got to go to the back. I think Tom Hanks probably would have been like, I you know, that makes me sad, but we got to go back to the convoy.
1: I would have probably yeah. got the people out of the water. It, probably, probably not would have the too, correct Maybe decision, that doesn't, but doesn't make yeah. us
0: the greatest... Uh, ship captains I, I, whatever right no
3: I, I would have done the people too because y- you the, can guess what the future holds but what you know right now is that there's people in the water dying
1: exactly. So, exactly. so
2: yeah <laughs> i don't know they said they had a radio transmission that said attack imminent and i would have went back to the convoy to
1: protect But we, that we don't know what they were capable of they with their own devices they may have been able to survive the attack you could have had a misfired torpedo or, or anything i mean we, the, might but, but to, uh, we might have there are people going to change gonna die Jamie. In the
0: water. He's no longer the ointment, he's cold blooded. Well, he's
1: probably he's probably the best fit to serve as a captain cuz we're yeah, a little we're too compassionate it sounds like. Yeah.
2: I would have yeah. I, I would have turned that boat around and I would have yelled out, you know, sucks for you. To the people in the... Water. You, yeah. no, Jamie, Jamie you, Wait, would have,
3: you would have turned around
2: and said, Don't tell me how to drive, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Dems the brakes as I head off to the, um, to the rest. Well, anyways. I'm, Jamie, I'm the sociopath. The mm. uh, anyways, next day, they're all like, we got to get to the air cover. How fast can we go? Because they're doing zigzag patterns. They're trying to get, get out of the way of these U-boats. And... You know, it's it's basically slowing them all down. And like, how fast can we get there? And they say, I forget what it was, sixteen hours or something. Like, they can shorten it, but not as much. It as It wasn't maybe you by could a lot. Think. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't nearly as as much as you would think. It's not like they were like, it's going to be thirty two hours. Like, okay, what about straight course? Like four hours? No, it was it was basically they were going to save some hours. And in the end, you see that that's you know pretty important uh, that mm-hmm. they did that, uh, according to the story. Um. So yeah. So. There's a bunch of taunting. There's a bunch of attacks with the U-boats. They sink some of them uh, in in different um, uh, engagements. So one of them, uh, it's him and two destroyers. They're kind of targeting two different U-boats and the U-boat comes like right alongside the different boats and they're like way under the guns. This is funny. I was reading like the trivia and this was something that was like a contention in how they depicted it because the U-boat came right up along them and they couldn't shoot with the guns. It was like going over the U-boat like, we can't shoot them with the guns. And the trivia says like, that's like, you know, that doesn't happen because the Navy, there's clear countermeasures to that. You basically turn the rudder, you list, and then your guns will shift down and you can shoot lower into the water. And so it's a very common and well-known naval technique to counteract that so it's kind of weird that it was depicted as something of an issue
3: Jamie you might you, you'll, you'll probably say this later but is this based on a, a novel a story some yeah, sort of it's
2: based on a novel it, called The Good Shepherd okay okay and so I think there's I think this is maybe the second adaptation this, maybe not this might be the only adaptation uh, but uh, yeah it was a good shepherd by C.S. Forrester Is that so fiction yeah, or nonfiction that is fiction yeah all this is fiction. okay it's not real okay Yeah. So uh, it's Greyhound and Dickie. Those are the two boats. Dickie gets kind of hit by a bunch of the fire and and is a little bit uh, damaged, but not so bad. And then um, also during this engagement, they get hit with a a gun and it kills three people on the boat. Two sailors, but then Cleveland, who was his attendant – and we see Cleveland all the time just trying to take care of the captain. He's always bringing him food, bringing him more and more coffee because the guy's, like, wired and basically hasn't eaten or slept. So he needs something to keep him awake.
1: Played but by like, Rob Morgan, who you'd probably recognize if you looked him up.
2: And, yeah, he, he ends up getting killed. And it really shakes uh, Tom Ta- Tom Hanks up. Not, not enough to uh, have him eat or anything like that. He still doesn't do that kind of stuff. Uh, but – he's not, you know, he's, he's distressed by this. And they actually, they have like a all hands funeral for the uh, sailors at this point. And the, one, the other thing in kind of response to this fact that it seems like they're in uh, increasing distress, they decide, okay, they've already went straight. They are also going to send a, a transmission, which is a really kind of risky thing to do. Cause if you send the transmission, you kind of alert everyone to the whereabouts. So here there's Wolfpack, but they don't not other people don't necessarily know um, where they are. And so they send a single And it word. was like
1: a desperation thing. They would know yeah. that the Greyhound was desperate as well if it right. if it's sent and set in a certain way. So they end up boiling the message down to like, okay, we'll just send the word help. It might be yeah. so short of a message that the Germans might not even pick up on it. Right.
2: And so they do that. And then they're getting really close. At this point, they're like four hours away from air cover or something. And so the U-boats, they come out and they're just like, this is when we get the Godzilla um, monsters all out of tech at this point. Uh you, Well, in this case, the monsters being U-boats and Godzilla being the Greyhound. Right, Zach? Yeah, that that, that's a completely accurate. That lines up. Uh, although in this case, because I liked all the monsters and the Godzilla's all out, of, uh, um, all out of tech, so I didn't like the U-boats in this one. I was not a fan. I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't a fan of the German U-boats.
3: Jamie's not a fan of the U-boats with their fancy little spray-painted pictures and their trash talk and radio messages. <laughs> uh, oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, so much arrogance with those radio messages. I was gonna say, does anyone else want to do a wolf call? Good one.
1: Yeah, his yeah, wolf was hope. weird. It was. It was. I, like it was, it was I thought it was great because it was like really disconcerting and made me feel right feel something.
2: It was more like a uh, a ghost wolf.
1: <gasps> sure, can it be the I name think. of
0: our, a new movie? Ghost yeah. wolf. Ghost yeah. wolf. is Pretty wolf. badass. Yeah, it is, dude. You got two badass things, right? A ghost Ooh. and a wolf. You know what? I, I got Ooh. a great ghost wolf. <laughs> it could literally play to this. Mm, that
3: sounds Good. like a ghost and a wolf.
2: It kind of does. And a whale. Like a ghost yeah. wolf whale. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, there's all kinds of torpedoes going everywhere. A torpedo like hits the greyhound and like flies off or whatever. I don't even know. Um, and then at one point, they the greyhound is right up against Grey Wolf. And it's like, hey Grey Wolf, guess what? We're gonna shoot you with a bunch of stuff until you explode, and it does. It explodes with this giant thing, and everyone's like, Yeah, grey wolf's. Out of there. But then there's another submarine on the other side, all lined up, torpedo ready, going crazy, ready to sink him. And we're like, Tom Hanks, he's dead. It's too bad. We all mourn for him. We have a funeral for him. All that stuff. We're like, I can't believe Greyhound sinks at the end of Greyhound. But then what happens Brahm. air support, they get within range. There's a plane. It's got a bunch of like depth charge, bombs, whatever. Drops them on that G-damn submarine. And it explodes. That's right. And then everyone's super psyched about all of it. They get close to England. There's a bunch of boats. So they're like, hey, Greyhound, you're pretty great. Is this like your thousandth time crossing the Atlantic? It must be because you seem pretty experienced. And Tom Hanks is like, uh, actually, my first ever heard of it. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> and then Tom Hanks is like, oh, he's like, kind of like, oh, I know. And everyone on the crew is like, "What? I didn't what?" Uh, and they're like, pretty, uh, you know, into that as well. And they're like, and they're like, "Okay, now take Dickie and whatever the other boat um, over to uh, London Dairy. Dairy. I mean, it's hard to. That's actually kind of a political, uh, you know, tough thing to say. What is it called? Derry or London Dairy? Yeah, who am I to say? Uh, but they say, take them to there. And uh, uh, but Tom Hanks is like, hey actually i want to go the rest of the way and they're like no <laughs> and then that's that that's the end of the movie pretty much he like goes and he like takes off his slippers which are covered in blood because he was standing and for so long and then he like prays for a second and then uh everyone like cheers and loves him and they're like great hen we love you oh and they're like the beatles um <laughs> but like a boat and then that's the end of the movie that's it and, man. and the credits that's- and the credits roll right guys yeah for
0: like an hour <laughs> there we go there we go the whales i mean you if you thought you heard that a lot of times during the podcast um you didn't hear that a lot of times okay. compared to what you're about to when you watch the
3: movie there's a re- well see there's a reason why i played that 3 or 4 times throughout this recap and i'll get to it when i get to my review
0: oh okay symbolism uh let's see Brown, you look disgusted with us. Just that look on your face. You're like, these guys. I've heard this whale right.
1: sound, I, I'm pretty sure, more times during the podcast than was actually played in the movie. I think you guys are blowing no, it way out of proportion. You, we're not, dude. You rewatch
0: Watch it
3: for it. a third time. Man. Watch it
0: and listen, man. You will hear it way more times
1: than that. I'll be um, way too clued in on it now. It'll be awful. <laughs> you, know, yeah, you would.
0: I don't it's know how true. you weren't. I don't know how you not weren't at all because I remember I was just sitting here. and I'm like, wait, what the hell was that? Like, was what, that a whale? What? How many I'm times? Like, no, it, it's a sub. Do you remember how many
3: times it took you to kind of catch on to it, Kyle? Mine was the, the very first time. The first mine was the third time.
0: The f- when I was first like, time when I saw the subsurface and I heard the whale, I was like, what is that?
3: How'd
1: you like, know it was the third if you didn't catch it the first and second time?
0: Because it was just that same music.
3: I was like, okay. Cause like the second time I even remember thinking, because I was sitting there next to my wife, and I'm just like, "All right." And then it was the third time I'm like, "This is a lot. This is a lot." And well, then it was the fourth. It's a theming it a thing.
1: Fit. It was just so annoying. It was the theme for the the U-boats, I assume, right? Every yeah, time a U-boat emerged, uh, yeah. Well, Anytime
0: I'm, you like saw them, or like there was like a, or there was like a pan out of, of the camera, them, which yeah, really there was, wasn't a pan out because it was all
3: freaking computer generated shit. Anyway, anyway, I wait for my review. <laughs> You no, just I, want to
0: get I, into yours? I'm you ready. Want to get into yours? <laughs> no.
3: Yeah, maybe. Whatever. Okay.
0: You lead, Kyle. You want me to go? I don't know. Yeah, sure. What the hell? All right. I always go last. So yeah. Well, I guess we'll kind of invert this. Um, I think there are. I think there are positives, and I think there are negatives with this movie. Um, but let's talk about some of the negatives first. As Zach talked and showed you, the whale sounds drove me. Up the wall when I was watching this. I don't know why. I was like at first I was like, okay, we can do it, we can do it, that's fine. But whatever. We'll deal with that. And what you also just mentioned, Zach, the green screen effect, all the computer animated stuff. That was a big thing that I really dinged midway on. Um and I'm I'm not over I'm not like a big fan of just making a movie green screen, the whole thing. I don't know. That's that's not my style. Uh, Character development, we essentially had none. You guys Mm -hmm. mentioned Elizabeth Shue, and you totally left her out of the recap because it didn't even matter. She was in the movie for like two minutes, and then literally everybody on the boat, other than, I mean, Tom Hanks didn't get much character development at all. He's religious. uh, You you
2: do do find
0: out he is quite religious.
2: But that's it. He's an old person. Yep. (laughs)
0: I mean, that's it. Okay. There are two things. And he's a hard worker, I guess. We kind of see his work ethic or whatever throughout the movie. It's a little bit
2: weird. They never, they never dive into this idea of why wasn't he in command before? Was there something? There's none of that. Yeah. Nothing, nothing about that comes up, even though he is quite old for the position. It's his first time. And everyone's kind of surprised that he's his first time captain, kind of. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: Elizabeth Shea even says he's like long overdue, right?
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she says that, and also something that I thought was kind of funny is he's like, "I want to marry you," and she's like, "Why don't we wait? You're going out to sea, and like, I want to do my own thing here." Which Uh, you know what that means, right, Kyle? I know exactly what that means. (laughs) What? Oh, Brom. Are those bottle rockets? Um,
4: Daddy, (laughs) chill!
3: What the hell is even that?
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um and then <laughs> good God. Um we, we didn't get we didn't get any closure on uh Hanks's character or the shoe situation. The shoe uh, the situation. The yeah. Elizabeth well, shoe there situation. There was a shoe situation. <laughs> you had to take up multiple shoes. shoe yeah. situations <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> there were there were a few they Had the bloody uh, and bloody then,
1: monogrammed uh, slippers yeah,
0: everybody's favorite. Uh, and then the bonus content. I watched the bonus content on this. And I always find that stuff interesting behind the scenes, how this movie was made, whatever. I li- I really like that type of stuff. And they were, I was pleasantly surprised that Apple Plus had that stuff because that's my big thing with a lot of digitals is they don't have it. But these were super short. Each one of them was like two and a half, three and a half minutes. And I mean, we're talking like 45 to 50, even to
2: a minute uh, worth of it was clips from the movie. Um, yeah, actually, uh, just to ask, because it's funny you bring that up, because I know you you listened to the commentary for the last movie we watched, right? Yeah. And obviously, they didn't have a commentary for this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you like that kind of stuff? Because that's the one thing I do miss a little bit about not getting like DVDs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's the, the commentary. I used to yep. – do you know what I used to do? As real nerdy. Huh. I used to burn from the DVD just the commentary and then I'd listen to it as a podcast on my runs.
3: You are a nerd. Hey. But I, I would love say, it. I would take
2: I would take my – <laughs> as I get it for a rental from Netflix or from a library or something, burn the commentary and then listen to it.
3: I love that, yeah. dude. I love that.
2: It's just I'm, weird. No, now I mean, that I think about awesome. it, now that I say it out loud, it just seems really weird that I did that for a while. I know,
3: <laughs> but
0: I mean, like, if you, I know, if you know the movie and you love the movie and, like, you can visualize yeah. where you're at in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember like doing
2: that with Cat in the Hat starring, uh, what's his name? Well, Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, Michael Myers. Wow. Uh, so, that's definitely a movie I know and love. There you go. I, that's uh, good stuff. That's
0: why I still, I still buy, like, movies that I like or ones that I know I'm going to enjoy. Especially, like, I don't know. I'm a big fan of the 4Ks, so I, I still get those. And I really like... You uh, still
3: get those because I like, the newest thing that's coming out? You still yeah, get I those? Yeah, I still get those.
0: Yeah, because they're new. Because <laughs> they're new. I <sighs> still many, have a couple no, VHSs.
3: Real quick. How many repeats have you bought? <laughs> of movies? Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> I'm, I'm in way too deep buying repeats. On repeats? On repeats. All yeah. right. I, I was looking, like, I was flipping through my movies the other night, so I... I recent I just bought, so this is kind of funny actually. A funny situation. Um, I got <laughs> a four K player, whatever, a couple of years ago, and then uh, my parents bought me Godzilla two thousand fourteen oh. on DVD uh, for one year for Christmas. DVD, and you, then you spoke correctly. DVD, yes. Okay, and um, then the next year they got it for me again on DVD <laughs> for Christmas. And then I already had it on uh, Blu-ray, <laughs> and then it just released this week on We got, got, so can... <laughs> got you the same movie twice. <laughs> yeah. I did, do. So I, I like had to call him, like, please quit sending me this movie. <laughs> like, this is too many times. Um, so anyway, I've got that one. And then what What else do I have? Saving Private Ryan, Gladiator, um, John Wick 1 and 2, Atomic Blonde. God, I love Atomic Blonde.
1: I only got one, and it's a trilogy. Riddick. I got Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Oh. Lord of the hmm.
0: Rings. And then um, there's others. I just can't think of them off the top of my head right now. Sorry to cut but, in like that. No, you're fine. So anyways, um, I'll go back to that. The, 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 that was just the negative stuff with the movie. I do think there are a lot of positives here. Um, for one thing that I thought this movie did exceptionally well was kept the tension like so freaking tight and like the intensity was ratcheted up the entire Gotta time. Gotta ratchet it up. Just like <laughs> up, turn that knob all the way up. Um, Tom Hanks in this movie, I mean, he's probably gonna be one of the greatest actors that we see in our lifetime. I, he's phenomenal. I think he does great in anything he does. So that's a big plus. Uh, length of the movie, we have seen a lot of super long movies, and maybe this, this might play into some of my other stuff with how the we don't get the closure of the character development and all that type of stuff. Do me a favor. Uh, Look at this. Shit, I wasn't supposed to play that. I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: my, Look at my, this. Th-
0: I was saving that. I'm sorry. My thumb yeah. hit inner. <sighs> so, I mean, length of the movie, I'd, I could go either way on it. It was... If we could have got more of what we wanted, like... Character development, all that type of stuff. Yep, make it longer. But otherwise, for just a straight action movie. Um, okay, sorry. In the chat, I do also see that I'm getting some shade thrown at me here because I said Tom Hanks would be the greatest we see in our lifetime, but I did not mention Ed Harris or Sean Connery. Oh, God. Um, that's true. They're also incredible actors. Um, Ed Harris, obviously, being the best. Um, probably David Duchovny? Cage. Uh, yeah, David equal, Duchovny. Equal. Maybe Tom Hanks put him in, like, top 95, like the 95th spot, um, something like that. But anyways, uh, acting by everybody else in the movie I thought was really good. And I, what I really liked, I mean, I guess most of this that I really like has to do with Tom Hanks in the movie, is we saw the captain and, like, all that entails. Like, he was just being run ragged the whole movie. And, like, he was the answer guy. Anybody came to him, he had to solve it. There was some point in the movie he even said, like, you just have to make the decision and go with it, something along those Or maybe that was in the bonus content. I'm having a really hard time remembering. Anyway, I enjoyed it, kept my attention. Didn't like the green screen stuff so much, but I think this is one that people should definitely probably check out. Zach is like, get out of here, Kyle. I'm
2: going to go ahead and give it a 6.75. A 6.75. I feel like it's even a little low. Because I'm going to come in. I'm going to come in a little hot.
1: A little I think that was the longest that. review in the history of Submersion. That was so long. It
3: might have been. And Jamie, I'm so, sorry. I have to apologize. 20 minutes. I, I will be right back. Keep. You obviously have to go with your no. review, but I'll be right back. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. I'm going to be
2: doing... A 7.5. I enjoyed watching this movie. I always appreciate a 90-minute film. Doesn't matter what it is, it could be terrible. Stinger. But 90 minutes, great. <laughs> no. I mean I, the fact that I Stinger was not two statement. and a half hours long is definitely a positive. <laughs> so right off the bat, I gotta say 90 minutes, loved it. Can't even couldn't even believe it. I was stunned and in a good way. And then yeah, so the tension is there. They don't they really cut the fat of it. I, I presume this was supposed to be a much longer movie. And they decided to make it smaller, maybe perhaps kind of a newer way of making movies. Because I agree, it is a little bit strange just how little of this could have been filmed on anything larger than a single room. Because uh, if you think about it, a lot of the movie takes place in like the bridge. And yeah. there's a lot of filming in the bridge. A, looking at windows. They've got a big bridge. gimbal windows. that they're bridge. filming on the whole time. And then a, a few things on the side of the boat. And then otherwise, all of it could be computer generated big scenes on the ocean, all those airplanes, everything you see is all computer generated. So I do look at this in a similar way to, um I don't know, like White House Down was one that I remember. Um Emmerich is, is, a, is a director who kind of, Roland Emmerich is a director who kind of does this kind of stuff where, you know, in the end, a lot of it is just like CGI, CGI, CGI. And really where the people are acting is almost secondary to it. Uh So, you know, in some ways that's negative. If it, if it, turned out that the way that they were using that was to make more 40s 50s style war movies i'm kind of into that like i'm fine with that being the idea if the idea is we can't make a you know world war ii movie because it's too expensive to get all the boats and the submarines and everything together and get everything going and the answer is this then thumbs up i'm good i'm good with them doing that kind of stuff to get more of these types of stories uh to my face into my eyeballs. Cause uh, you know, I do enjoy watching this kind of stuff and they ratcheted up the tension, kept it lean. Um, and yeah, they get to tell stories that are a little bit different. Like this convoy story, similar to what we saw with the uh, Humphrey Bogart movie is not one that necessarily you see every day on screen. So I appreciate that kind of stuff. Um, acting was pretty good. Um, story was pretty good. I think overall pretty good. I'm going to come in not, I mean, I'm coming in hotter than Kyle, but not gonna go crazy with it either. So I, I was gonna come in
1: at a 7.5. All right. All right, I'll, I'll jump in here. Oh, oh
2: I did want to say before just that's ask,
1: disgusting.
2: Given given the <laughs> given the Tom Hanks love on this program, quickly, lightning round, favorite Tom Hanks movie. Um that's been going on in the chat here. So mm. The Burbs. The Burbs. That's yours? Okay, interesting. Love the Burbs. Yeah. Toy Story. Brom, okay. Brom's got Toy Story. Kai, okay, what do you got? It's probably Cast Away. Interesting. I would say Big. Big is probably the one I've seen the most of, the ones he's done. I've seen it so many times.
1: It's a good I one. I Big. like that one a lot. Top right. five for me. Okay, Rom, I'll jump you in. I, you guys yeah. have pretty much said everything that I felt about it. Um, visually, um, it was very exciting to, to witness. It was a visual spectacle. I mean, product of being only a year old, you know, Getting to see you know contemporary technology used to portray the the battles, um, which basically constituted the entire movie it was it was just like little skirmish after skirmish after skirmish. There was really not much else to the movie, which kind of plays into the downside for me is it was just very remarkably shallow. Um, no puns intended with the aquatic mm-hmm. theme uh, theming of that word, but. Um, there was really no character development or characters to really fall in love with or be enamored with or, or anything. Uh, obviously, Tom Hanks got the most screen time. And uh, as Kyle mentioned, you know, seeing the decision-making, the, decision the rapid-fire decision-making of the captain was, was cool. But outside of that, there was really not much going on with the physical people. It was more about the ship combat and, again, some of the visual um, effects and stuff that were taking place. Um, the tension was just ratcheted up that was really you know neat but I don't know how many of you watched it a second time Um, but I did watch this a second time and I will say it was much worse the second Mm -hmm. time I watched it I think in large part because all of the interest in this film that I had the first time I watched it was strictly about the battles and the tension there which is removed when i know what happens in the movie so there wasn't really anything else for me to latch on to in terms of the characters and and the the story of of the characters and the story in general like i knew where it was going i knew how the battles ended i knew they were going to sink the sub in this scene that gets away in this one they sink it in that one so the excitement of the film was really removed the second time i watched it and nothing there for me to um, yeah. Latch what on you're, to. what
2: you're saying is you needed like a Tom Hanks Elizabeth Shue like intense sex scene, absolutely like, a, some character development for you to uh,
1: latch on to. Full frontal, you know, get <laughs> some of that. Get some of that from Tom Full Hanks before Tom Hanks, he retires. Be right, right, before yeah. he retires, while he's still got you know a body worth looking at. Let's mm. get that on screen <laughs> ASAP. And they didn't do it. <laughs> what has this turned into? What. What are you guys talking about? Nothing. Don't worry. I'm being I'm being dead serious.
0: I can tell.
1: Um, So uh, (laughs) I'm going to come in. uh, If you would have asked me after the first time I watched it, I was going to give it a seven point five. After watching the second time, uh, I watched DOS Boot again. Uh, <laughs> the, five, the five hour version just to remind myself because I, I didn't like this Greyhound the, se- the second time as much rewatch DOS Boot I went up from Das Boot from where I was uh, giving it a 9.5 to that is a full 12 for me uh, Greyhound comes down from a 7.5 to a 7
4: yeah
2: no I can, I can, I can definitely see that I could see not really wanting to wa- see, or having to watch this again not wanting to watch it again. Yeah, I don't think I need to, to
1: I don't think I ever need to watch Greyhound right. again. But if you, I you, wanted to watch Greyhound again after watching it the first time and then realize there's just right. there's nothing left for me there to pick up. That's
0: it. All right. Zach. Now, Zach, now Zach's smiling about that. Okay. Like,
3: Ooh. Okay, everybody. Look at this. Do me a favor. Look at this.
1: Okay. Much better the second time.
3: Thank you. First time was a slip up. <clears throat> um, the, <laughs> wow, I, I'm actually <laughs> shocked with how much love you three had for this movie. Um, this movie has zero rewatchability factor. You learn everything the first time. In fact, you actually need to watch the movie the first 30 minutes because once you see the first battle, you've seen all the battles. Um Movie's not good. The visuals are awful. It makes me want to choke because I feel like Hollywood is going into this route where they can just shove computer visual effects shit down my throat and all kind of like seem to really start with The Hobbit. And I hated The Hobbit trilogy. I think it's trash. And if you like The Hobbit, Mm -hmm. stop listening to this podcast. No, no. Still listen to the podcast. No. The Hobbit is terrible. And this movie's terrible. This it's it's the side cast is awful. There's there's God. there's no reason to care about these people. Cleveland, great potential, but now he just dies and his body, like his chunks of his body just kind of shifted out of the thing in the water, and that was right. it. And it was a little tear, yeah. but still nothing to really tell me why I needed to really give a shit about that character. And Tom Hanks' character and the and, and the woman, right, was pointless. And Tom Hanks was just the same face. The same face, except a little tired, a little tired, a little tired, a little tired, and then he prayed and went to bed and the movie ended. Literally, okay, so if you listen to this podcast and you heard this, then that's it. That's all you need. You don't even, don't watch the movie. Don't waste 90 minutes of your life. Use your 90 minutes to read a book. Use your 90 minutes to start Das Boot, for example. Use 90 minutes for anything other than this movie. I love Tom Hanks, but he wrote this movie and he should be ashamed. (laughs) He did write it. Not good. It's it's just so damn basic and basic B? It it is just so basic. Like there's just no depth to it. It is such an anti-depth charge. It was like I'm trying to think of a movie I can compare it to, but I was so underwhelmed by this that I truly blame Apple because it's probably Apple's fault because they ruin a lot of things. And wow, you guys gave it, what, a 7, 7.5 and a 6.75, well, 6. 7. Kyle?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know, wow, you just, you use my name because you're disappointed in me. Because
3: I, I just don't. I will never watch this movie again and I would never rec- I would not recommend this to anyone. So the only reason why I'm going to give it more than a 1 is because of the actual submarine footage in the film. And I have to take that into account because the entire hmm. premise of the movie is truly centered around a s- submarine, the pack. But my god the whole German talking shit in the intercom was just. And then this. <laughs> if you haven't turned off this episode yet, <laughs> maybe you're going to love the movie then. I don't know, but I can't stand it. I'll never watch it again. I won't recommend it to anybody. I don't think the acting was great. The visuals weren't great. The music. The, the, who's, the, who's the guy? I wrote his name down because he should be ashamed. Blake Neely did the music. Blake Neely, if you ever listen to this, this was trash and you can do better. So challenge mm. yourself to do better than this movie because you can be. Tom Hanks, use your fancy typewriters that you like to correct, co- collect and talk about on shows and podcasts. Type something better. And a budget mm. of $50 million, I think we could have done this for $10 million and did a better job. So... Um. Challenge accepted. Yeah, challenge accepted. Not great. Two point five. Fuck this movie.
0: Mm. All right. Wow. Two point. Two point five. Fuck this movie review. And and.
3: Oh, there there it is. There it is. it (laughs) is.
0: Including the fart sound. Oh wow.
1: You do bring up a lot of good points.
0: I just feel like I should go after Zach because he like kind of he influences me a little
1: bit. I'm not going to change my score because yeah, done. I feel like he's going to chase away some people from watching this. Which, again, three people telling you this is a very, very, very watchable submarine film.
0: But then you said you'd never watch it again. You just it's a one. I've and watched done. it twice. Yeah,
1: I don't need to watch it a third time. I thought it was good All enough right. to watch two times though. Which is I, only other one I've watched two times now is Das Boot. It's outrageous, dude. Not even Hunt. Nope.
0: Not <sighs> even. Not. E- Crimson Gosh, Tide. What the heck's the one? No. Crimson Tide Phantom? would probably
1: be the next one I would watch a second time. Phantom is always rewatchable. Uh, there's some of the like, ones I gave a a, a week review that I, I'd actually like to go back and rewatch, hmm. like Operation Petticoat, pretty high up on my list.
3: All right. So uh-huh. enough of the four of us. Yes. What What time is it, Kyle? <gasps> Yes.
4: I love it. No. I hate it.
0: We're still here. (laughs) Okay, I know. Yeah, don't go away. I got to fix that so it doesn't just go to a (laughs) black screen forever.
3: All right, gang. What do you want to hear? Love it or hate it?
2: Let's do hate it first. Okay.
1: <clears throat> is it your review? <laughs> I say, read your review.
3: <laughs> this is by Zbone69. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this comes from, and I got to read this correctly. Doors, Scorpy Wag. July 10th, 2020. Unbelievable. The biggest problem with this film was Tom Hanks. He is a good actor, but overrated. And his Mm -hmm. performance here was terrible. Mind you, the screenplay he wrote was pretty thin, and he did not have that much to do anyway. He kept asking for things from his cabin, and I expected him to eventually be sitting in a bath chair, smoking a pipe, reading Kipling, which would have been good for the crew as he was an idiot. Mind you... Mm -hmm not as stupid as the Germans whose tactics seemed to surface next to the Greyhound in broad daylight and shoot it out. At the end, a British captain after receiving Hank's report said, unbelievable. And it was the British movie, the cruel sea, 1953 had a believable portrayal of the Atlantic war and the effect it had on those who kept watch and fought and died there. It was superbly acted and totally believable. Greyhound was a joke of a film, not as bad as the laughable U-571, but a joke all the same. Perhaps with a non-star name and less money spent on explosions and more on an actual script, it might have been half decent. One out of ten.
0: Man. The Cruel Sea, huh? We'll have to. Uh, yeah, I just looked it up. Add it looks that like it's a the pretty list. Good one. I'd
3: say add that one to the list. And I don't know. U571, I liked it.
2: Very, very cool. But you didn't movie. love it. And that gets us to love it. Love it. Paul Van
3: Craynest. Paul Van Craynest. July 12th. What was that? Two days after this guy? Two days after this Mm -hmm. guy. 2020. I sat on the tip of my chair the whole time. Tip. (laughs) (laughs) At last, a real war movie. This is almost as good as Doss Boot. Seen from the other side. The movie shows the fear and the tension of the crew having to ride out the dangerous crossing of the Atlantic. Those men were no superheroes, just ordinary men thrown into a situation that no man can withstand. They have no time for chit-chat or jokes or moral discussions. They were fighting for their lives. The slightest misjudgment could make the difference between life and death. No time is wasted on romance, like in Pearl Harbor, or on sentiment and yee like in midway no patriotic speeches all they did was survive the best war movie since a very long time 10 out of 10
0: well well then i mean they would say that this is better than 1917
1: or dunkirk yeah huh? i don't know
0: <sighs> whatever
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's best, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Should we get some trivia? Let's get some trivia, man. I'm going to do the basics here. This was obviously uh, an Apple Plus movie, although it wasn't originally supposed to be. It's a $50 million budget, and it was supposed to be a big motion picture release uh, through Sony Pictures, but that was canceled due to a little thing called COVID-19 pandemic. You guys
1: ever heard of that one? No. What is it? No. Nope. really. Oh, Well.
0: I'll Is tell that you about the it thing later. that Zach was talking about that I said sounded like a lot of bullshit or whatever earlier?
2: No. Remember yeah, remember
3: that? Yeah, Kyle, you said this, right?
2: Hmm. <laughs> and so yeah, exactly. anyways. Yeah, it got released uh all streaming on uh July 10th, uh, 2020. And basically it was more or less I think it was one of the first ones that was kind of doing that as, as actual like a major motion picture. We're gonna throw it straight to whatever. I guess. Like uh, was it blood or Blood Shot or something was another one that did it really really early in the Jamie, pandemic. Was but it supposed was to
3: go to theaters though? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay, for sure. okay,
2: yeah. And then um, all the shooting, all, all the filming was done aboard the USS Kid, or all at least all the obviously not all the CGI uh, that was done elsewhere. But on the USS Kid, which is in Baton Rouge, uh, it was, it's a destroyer uh, museum ship in uh, in Baton Rouge, and that's where all the filming was done. Uh, it was nominated for a single Academy Award, which was probably a disappointment for the, uh, for the makers. Uh, it only got nominated for Best Sound, which is the same category that things like Transformers gets nominated for. So that <laughs> tells you something. And then, yeah, th- this was the 24th most watched straight to streaming title of 2020. And it was reported as saying this was commens- commensurate with a summer theatrical box office big hit, which I always find amusing because none of these things make any sense exactly what they mean but it being the 24th most streamed title i'm not sure what that actually means but i do believe it's still the uh biggest release on apple plus is this
0: movie what was uh what do you think tiger king was was that number one
2: that's not a movie though that was a
0: series i I mean but still that deserves (laughs) yeah
2: tough five yeah the only other thing i'd mention is that I found this review by Michael Phillips to be kind of funny. It's a, he gave it three out of four stars. Said like a, like the canine greyhound, uh, it's trim, narrow of scope, and it runs efficiently. I just find that just like amusing that that's that's what he decided to go with in terms of his review. I do like that. I mean, I don't think there's anything really. Good. I mean, there's a lot of trivia on IMDb, but nothing was necessarily popping out. They usually put a bunch of stuff on here in terms of collaborations and stuff. It's not super important. Don't even worry about it. I guess the only other thing I'd say is that this is the third movie Tom Hanks actually wrote. Does anyone else know any of the other ones he wrote?
3: I, I even thought I looked it up. I don't. Did he not? I don't. Did he write more movies?
1: Oh yeah, he did.
2: That thing Shit. you
3: do, ah.
1: doing that, do that thing you do. Oh. You do. And, and then he he Larry Crown. Lady Killers. No, no. Larry it's Crown, Cohen Brothers.
2: Yeah. Larry Crown, that thing you do in Greyhound.
1: So Those are the three he's written.
2: Uh, phantom Zone, hit it.
1: Engage the Phantom.
2: Phantoms engaged sir. And no need to even get into too much about it. Thomas Crutchman is the voice of the Grey Wolf. Woo! <laughs> That's a good one. It makes it. <laughs> it's a very German ro- wolf in the end. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, the only, I mean, I didn't, there's no connection obviously to Ed Harris. Yeah, uh, he was, you know, Tom Hanks and him, notable rivalry, never going to work together on a film. So there was just no way he's doing, it. but it was interesting. Other
0: than Apollo 13?
2: No, never. That, it, actually, that was the whole thing. They were never, they'd never appear in the same scene together. That was like part of the contracts. Um, but you know, it was funny though, cause like Greyhound, that was actually Ed Harris's nickname in college. You <laughs> Why is that, Jamie? <laughs> what you can? I think you can interpret that for yourself.
0: I know, please. I want to hear. <laughs> uh,
2: I think you can figure it out. Oh <laughs> my god! Hey, and FYI, then,
3: uh, I, I need to cut in real yeah, quick. Yeah. There's a chance I lose power. We have a severe storm going on, so wow. Just an FYI to everybody. And if I die, this is it. So. <laughs>
0: If you die, was this the last movie you watched? I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> 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 You're
3: going to be dead. and You won't know. Yeah, and then, but the I'll last tell everybody at your I funeral,
1: die. though. I'm like, hey, yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, last movie Zach watched was Greyhound.
2: <laughs> and people yeah. are like, and then, ooh, that's like, embarrassing.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> In terms of, uh, Did you hear you that know?
1: whale noise like 50 times. i movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it yeah Zach, people, Zach loved it.
2: People walk
3: into my funeral and it's just. oh shit
2: um and we're not going to do the whole i found a. I found an entire jeopardy round all about just greyhounds the dogs greyhounds (laughs) why are we doing Uh, (laughs) this but we're not going to do that we're just going to do one question it's a two thousand dollar question for the greyhound one buzz in if you think you know the answer the greyhound originated more than five thousand years ago in this african country where it was used to hunt gazelles Buzz.
3: Is that Ghana? Nope. Okay. Oh
0: great podcasting. Oh, Buzz. I don't even think they're here. I don't think they're here. Oh, maybe Kenya. Not Kenya. That's good guess. Good
1: guess.
2: That's what I would have guessed. I would have been wrong. (laughs) Thanks, Jamie. Rob, you got a guess? I said the Congo. Not the
1: Congo. It is Egypt.
0: that was my first initial guess but i'm like are gazelles in egypt i didn't think
1: they were that far north
3: i ruled that out big time i was like nah not egypt and that's that you got us jamie you win dude i I, was between i I, I was gonna say the short
1: the short coat and everything
0: yeah oh i feel Hmm. like an idiot
1: well, I did the uh, world's longest
0: review tonight, so I, I didn't want to uh, burn up any time with the subs worldwide. So, All right. Brom, let's go. You, you
1: got uh, you got something for us? Tube three, ready to fire, sir. Tube three, ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Give it to me. Do not send this episode in for any awards.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just in case it needed to be said so for my uh, countdown on tonight, that note
0: please submit this yeah. episode
1: for a <laughs> yeah. award. just yeah, retract, tries to win an award <laughs> retract any nominations please <laughs> that's our next show it's just us trying to win an oh award oh my
3: god I would love to do that <laughs> could you imagine our reviews would be like
1: epic we'd have to Put pen to paper. Be very well rehearsed. We'd have to have a dress rehearsal for the episode.
3: (laughs) Tuxes! Oh my god! We need to do it. We need to do
2: it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'd wear a tux for one of the episodes. I'd wear a tux too. Absolutely. Let's do it next week. Let's just do it. I'm sold on it. Uh, For my countdown tonight, I got a little something called "It takes two toms to tango." Can you guess what this might be? We're Tom guessing Hanks between... Yeah. No, it's Tom Hanks and Thomas Kretschmann oh, going toe-to-toe no. in this in this film that we watched. The Greyhound versus the Grey Wolf uh, inducting Tom Hanks into the ranks of uh, submarine movie actors. Uh, he's got a lot to catch up with Thomas Kretschmann, though. Uh, I'm going to do some fun facts. you got to tell me which one the fact is attributed to, whether it is Tom Hanks or Thomas Kretschmann. They're very difficult tonight. Very difficult. Okay. So, got seven of them. Here we go. The first one. This actor crossed four borders and lost part of a finger with nothing more than $100 and a passport in his pocket in order to escape communism. Um, Yeah, that's... that's That's Tom Hanks. Damn it! Wow, Thomas Kretschmann, you guys got it. Hmm. Half point to Jane or uh, to Zach. Uh, <laughs> Keep number him in the game. <laughs> this next one, this might get you. Number six. Although Tom Hanks is the voice of Woody in the Toy Story movie and the Toy Story movies, <laughs> this actor's younger brother is the voice of Woody action figures and Woody in the Toy Story video games.
2: Uh, this is Tom Hanks.
1: That's correct. It's Tom Hanks. Uh, his, yeah, this actually his younger, younger brother, brother, Jim Hanks, is, yeah.
2: uh, uh, Wait, lends his That's voice. F- yeah, Jim yeah, Hanks. Hanks uh, Jim, Jim Hanks. Hanks uh, I've, have you ever seen a movie with Jim Hanks? <laughs> no, I've not. I've seen yeah, Colin Hanks the, movies. I like yeah, Colin so Hanks. Jim, Jim Hanks. Uh, Jim Hanks has done a couple of movies, and some of them are not necessarily the best. So, for uh, I don't know if you need this, I have a website called TheMovieTwins.com. <laughs> <laughs> and we may have
1: taken in some Jim Hanks productions. I had no idea Jim Hanks even existed. I'm looking up Jim Hanks tonight. right
3: now, and yeah, I can
2: see it.
1: Yeah, he must sound like there. he must sound like Tom, though, from what I gather. Beaufort's uh, Beach Bunnies—that's
2: the one. Beaufort's Beach Bunnies. Buford. was the movie? All
1: right, check it out, check it out, listeners. Uh, number five. This actor is only the second actor ever to win the Oscar for Best Actor in Back-to-Back Years. Tom Hanks. Hmm. Tom Hanks. It's got to (laughs) be
0: (laughs) Crashman.
3: So, Kyle,
2: uh, or anyone, what are the two movies? One's going to be Forrest
3: Gump. The other one's, um, oh, Philadelphia?
1: Yes. I think that's probably it, right? That is correct. 93 and 94. And then he could have done the trifecta with Apollo 13, but they said nay. Does anyone know who the other, crazy, uh, the other actor is? He's from the 1930s. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I
2: don't, I don't know.
1: Spencer Tracy. Spencer. Spencer, Man. Number four. This one, definitely a tricky one. This actor has played a Nazi officer in 11 different films. <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously,
0: obviously, Thomas.
1: <laughs> here's Thomas Kretschmann. Number three, I already heard this one uh, thrown around, so uh, at least Zach knows about it. But this actor owns over 250 typewriters. He wrote a book about typewriters in 2017 and developed an app that emulates the sound and haptic feedback of an antique typewriter.
2: Seriously? Ed Harris. Tom Hanks. That's true. It's
1: Tom. That's insane. Hanks. He's all about typewriters.
2: I guess I'd say
0: that's insane, but then he'd be like, you guys have literally... Done 135 episodes of sub-movies.
2: He'd be jealous. You think so? So what you're saying is we should shift to season two typewriter movies. Typewriter movies. Get Tom Hanks in there,
0: co-host.
2: Push Brom right into that torpedo tube and get Tom Hanks on board.
1: I don't know. I mean, You think
2: we could get Jim on board? Jim Hanks. (laughs) Well, package deal. Tom Hanks and Jim. There we go. We'll get that going.
1: All right. Number two, this actor was training to be an Olympic swimmer before becoming an actor. Kretschmann.
0: With, with missing finger? No way. It's got to be Thomas. That Hanks. was
2: before he got the missing finger, man. Oh, so he's like. He was, he was training to be an Olympic swimmer in communism and then was escaping communism and lost part of his finger.
1: Thomas. <laughs> Thomas Kretschmann. And finally, this actor used the F word eighty-nine times in one of his films. That's crazy.
3: I don't even know if I know one scene that Tom Hanks says the F word. Exactly.
2: Yeah, well, that one scene in Toy Story. Oh yeah, when he says oh.
3: "fuck toys,"
1: right? <laughs> so he says he says that line exactly. He said he wanted to fuck Mary Bo Peep or whatever her name, her. Little Bo Peep. <laughs>
0: Is that our, like, <laughs> is that the, the sex sound That's that you've got queued <laughs> up there? That's what that That's is? That's the sex sound. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Right. Perfect. You guys going Thomas Yeah,
0: It's gotta
3: be. All right. No, no. Tom Hanks. All
1: right, Zach, you got it. It's nice. Tom Hanks. He said the F word. <laughs> <laughs> he said the F word 89 times in the film. The Lady Killers.
2: Oh. oh. Uh, you I would thought told? maybe like Charlie Wilson's War was another one I was thinking about. I but. never saw Lady yeah, Killers.
0: Like, Charlie Wilson's War is PG-13, I think, so you can oh, get a few of those, yeah.
1: And that is hmm. It Takes Two Toms to Tango. <gasps> wow. But It Takes Two to Tango or something like that. I've I've actually said it takes two to tango on this podcast before. It was on the uh, Steven Seagal episode, whatever movie really that was. one movie. Submerged.
0: By him. Submerged. Yeah, we need
3: <laughs> we more Seagal because he was doing
1: yeah. he was doing all those like stupid quotes like with that Cajun accent. I remember I was like, <laughs> it takes two to tango. <laughs> Uh, Cajun
2: so funny. It was
0: so amazing.
2: Uh, I too am interested in mind control. Yeah, watch a movie. Uh, talk about a movie I want to watch again. That's <laughs>
3: he's
0: such He's,
3: he's something, else. He something else. I just think of that one video of him going to that. Remember that, Kyle? He goes to oh that. Oh my life.
0: God. He's dude, like a volunteer or some him. shit. Have you guys seen that? Where it's oh, like, yeah. oh, there's yeah. some martial arts tournament
1: and he's just looking so rough. His his mouth is just like a jar, just like. <laughs> he's like oh
0: my just God. goes like. <sighs> people flip around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. He's just like low key kicking the shit out of people who are clearly acting. And then yeah. I saw somebody like just sits down in the stands afterwards <laughs> and watches. Just like, okay. This sucks. Whatever. <laughs> he's like, at least I got paid to be here, I guess. Oh, my God. Now did has it been confirmed is there a sub and under siege or no I yeah there's definitely a sub and under siege All right there we go there's another uh, Seagull movie we got to get get going I like. hey, you can see it on YouTube let's watch it watch you next week yes. want to do it
3: yes let's get our Seagull back go hit 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 April strong
1: Does or it maybe. fall does it fall on
3: April Fools day Oh, my God, it does.
1: Could we record on April Fool's Day? I can't. Ooh. Oh,
3: shit. I mean, you know what? I can't. I'll figure it out. All
1: right. I thought he was gonna it was going to say April Fool's. No, I can say April Fool's. That I isn't
3: should April have, Fool's. but no, I, I can figure it out.
0: Dude, and I know we're all hoping. We are all really hoping. Godzilla versus Godzilla Kong. Godzilla versus King Kong. song.
3: Come on. I think That's... there will be, Kyle. I, I'm very hopeful.
0: There's been subs in 2014 Dude, and the new one. I think so there's gonna really at least be one
3: scene of a quick flash of just some sort of a rock rocket or something coming out of a submarine doing something. I really do. Well,
0: especially I mean, even in the previews, you see him like getting extra cruisers y- y- and stuff, yeah. and there's
3: gotta yeah. just be yeah. one. There's gotta be one scene of his tail swiping one, something.
2: My only my only counter to it is that I presume it takes place mostly on land, given that King Kong is heavily involved
3: well I think I mean if we're talking theories on Godzilla versus Kong I think there's going to be more Godzilla on the water than you think because I don't think it's Godzilla I'm calling it right now it's Mechagodzilla I swear I think that's going to be it oh uh-huh. Kong
0: versus Mecha Godzilla.
3: Well, no, it's going to be a situation. They already one they showed it in the trailers. They said that doesn't look like Godzilla. That doesn't act like Godzilla. Why would Godzilla be doing that? It's because it's not Godzilla. It's Mecha Godzilla. It's Mecha Godzilla, and it's going to be a fight. And then eventually something's going to happen. And then the real Godzilla comes out, and it's going to be Godzilla and Kong against Mecha Godzilla, who will <laughs> lose. But then Mecha King Ghidorah shows up right at the end of the movie because at the end of the second movie they showed Ghidorah's one head right which is a very common mm. enemy in the Godzilla universe is Mechagodzilla so boom which'll wow. blink it makes me actually want to watch movie. it it's going to be sweet i think this movie is going to be awesome
0: i'm really hoping so
3: yeah it's these gonna, are, are going to be fun movies
2: regardless yep
3: it's going to be twisty yeah. it's going to have a lot of excitement a lot of action it's going to be twists
2: and turns which will be Mechagodzilla and King Ghidorah at the end well for bad movies i'll allow this one to be good in exchange <laughs> for Mortal Kombat being bad as long as Mortal Kombat can be horrible, I'll be happy. I forgot there's one of those coming out. Oh yeah. And I keep it seeing all kinds of terrible.
0: ads from it. And uh I it's get I'm there's very conflicting remarks made by the director. Um one of them he's like, This movie is like it was like we were making Bambi because we had to tone down the violence so much from the video games. And then in another one he's like we turned the violence up like just before we could get to NC seventeen and then turned it back down. I'm like, wait, what? Like you <laughs> like you literally just said one thing and then another. I'm what? like, what's going on here?
3: Does it have a rating? R. Oh,
2: okay, okay. Good. Yeah. We're Good. talking a hard R too. I going to say
3: yeah, it needs to be hard. R.
2: Yeah. R.
0: All right. You got any uh you got anything for us tonight? Hit
3: it. Do 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 do, 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 do. Zach Fax, it's Zach Facts. When you're going down, get some Zach Fax. When you're going down.
0: I'm gonna. God. <laughs> shoving it
3: down, down your Rewatch tubes. it.
1: Rewatch it, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna Third go. Uh, I'm gonna go over under four and a half tonight again. I'm going under. I'm going over.
3: Hmm. All righty, gang. Here it is, the moment you've all been waiting for. The official Zach Fax Tom Hanks edition
4: (laughs) Daddy Chill. (laughs) What the Daddy Chill. Oh, I fucked that
3: up. All right, anyways. Okay, Zach Fax all Tom Hanks edition. Fact number one. Tom Hanks <laughs> was known as walking onto the set and being delighted when he discovered that someone stole all those lamps. <laughs> what lamps? Stole all, what? all those lamps. Tom Hanks would walk onto the set and was delighted Delighted. delighted when delighted. he discovered that someone stole all of his lamps i really like that one now
0: there's nuance to it
1: fact number two <laughs> brahm do you get it i i get it i don't i don't get why <laughs> zach did it though i don't delighted <laughs> remove lights and light lights are just light. <laughs> 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 i'm just, I'm just starting like, what to what see is the genius shit? behind it i know I, 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 i'm sure okay this I'll is it, a, it to you. Well, it no, was this, fantastic.
3: This, this is a special... This is a... Um, let's say this. It's the all Tom Hanks edition, a.k.a. the terrible edition of Zach Fax for this movie, which is terrible. Okay. Okay. Fact number two. <clears throat> Tom Hanks was so bored on set that if he wasn't a boy, he wouldn't have had anything to play with. <laughs>
0: Good God. I get it. Flat as a board. (laughs) Jamie's eyes just got wide. He's like, oh,
3: what? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, you haven't watched our um, live Twitch streams of this, please tune in for the facial expressions (sighs) If anything.
1: Jamie was over this before you even started. Yeah. Fact
3: number three, ladies and gentlemen. Fact number three. Tom Hanks' wife (laughs) Tom Hanks' wife said sex is so much better on holiday in a postcard she sent to him. (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) Jamie doesn't understand.
1: No, I understand. (laughs) I I think he's where I was on on the first one.
3: Okay. Okay. Let's swing it back. Let's swing it back. Fact number four. Ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Tom Hanks complained all the time about the Velcro on his costume. Every day, he said, what a (laughs) ripoff.
0: (laughs) <laughs> These are good. This Is the dad joke special? It's like the Bob
1: Hope yeah. <laughs> version of <laughs> Zack Facts.
3: All right, all right, all right. This is it. Last Zack Fact. That's five. That's five. Ben wins. Ben oh, wins. Oh, here we go. Ben, you
1: got it. I know. I, I know. Thank you.
3: Fact number five in the last fact for this Tom Hanks special, all ta- Tom Hanks edition of Zack Facts featuring all Tom Hanks edition. Okay. Last one. Tom Hanks was very strict on set. He made everyone call him Tommy Hanky Panky. Mm-hmm.
2: I like that one.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we got. I'm out of here, guys. I'm out of here.
0: Pepper <laughs> Jack, love, Frank rock. Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at macestudios at gmail.com.